welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Today, we are talking about creating ease in your business. And this is something that I have wanted to address as I feel I have tapped into more and more and more ease. And I've had this topic planned for a while and it's coming at the perfect time because last month for me, in a lot of ways, was very difficult. (laughs) And in a lot of ways, it was very easy. And what I mean by that is last month, which I'm talking about May, was crazy, crazy busy. The first week of the month, we were um, selling the house that we live in now. Really, we rent this house. So my landlords were selling it. But because we live here, we had to you know, be prepared for all of the showings. And if you've never sold a house or sold a house that you've been living in, that means that anytime someone wants to see the house, you clean up the whole house, you get your kids, you get your dogs and you get out of the house and you have to go somewhere for 30 minutes and, or longer, right? They're scheduled for 30 minutes, but everyone liked to stay for an hour. So we did, I believe 12 showings in four or five days. It was insane and stressful and a lot. Luckily, the house sold really quick. So yay, that was great for us because that means that we can leave even sooner for our new house. The second week of May, we were doing the closing for our house and I realized that I had lost my passport and I needed a second form of ID. And then I found out I had to hire like a mobile notary to come to the house. So I had to find that. And Um, it was just a lot and there's a lot of paperwork and there's a lot of back and forth. And at the same time, we're having moving companies come to the house and give us quotes for moving. And then they're doing the inspection and the appraisal at this house. So there's even more people coming to the house. The person who, um, is buying the house came back through for like another walkthrough. It was just a lot. And then we actually went to Florida the last week of the month, um, and stayed at the new house. And honestly, that involved cleaning all week and scheduling things that needed repairs and making sure the home was being taken care of and making sure everything was really in good shape. And it just was a crazy month. On top of that, I had really low energy all month. I got sick that month and it was also my birthday, which I feel like I honestly need to recelebrate my birthday. It was just so crazy, but it was, it was good. I had, I had some really meaningful, special moments for my birthday. My 
bestie. We're long distance besties now. She's in New York. I'm in Connecticut. And she drove all the way here um, the week before my birthday. And we had like a day together. And then she actually ended up being in town on accident on my birthday, which the reason we did it the week before is because she wasn't going to be, but it ended up that she was. So I got to celebrate my birthday twice with my bestie, which was really fun, but um, you're just crazy, you guys. And I did not even realize that in May I had posted two posts, two. I did one live stream, which is shocking because if you guys follow me, you know, I really don't go live, but I did a live stream. That was cool. And, um, I sent zero emails. I don't think I have ever sent zero emails to my list. I have always been on the email list train. I email my email list consistently every week. Um, and we did send out the podcast and stuff to the email list, but my team does that. So no sales emails went out, no value emails went out, nothing like that. Um, and I did do my stories every day, but honestly, during my launch, I <laughs> more days than not didn't even talk about the program. And the days that I did, I think I talked about it one time. And then the rest of the days I shared the graphic. And then most of the days I didn't share anything. Why? Because I was busy and I was exhausted. And honestly, when I really checked in on what I needed to prioritize, it was my life and nothing bad happened. Right. I just, I want to be like really transparent with that. Like it was a good month and everything that was busy and crazy about it was good, but I would be lying if I said I didn't feel burnt out and exhausted and stressed and, oh God, very stressed. I would be lying, but I will say what I did really well was I consciously chose to surrender and through that process, I feel like I have created this new definition of surrender. And um, someone in my effortlessly rich mastermind, which is my mastermind for women who are doing 20K plus a month already, going to 50 to 100K months, asked me about what I really thought surrender meant. And it was perfect timing because I feel like I was really just creating this new definition of it. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. And for me, surrender is holding the desire, wanting the desire, wanting the goal, wanting the thing fully and surrendering all pressure, stress, worry, force, shoulds. So many things we're going to talk about today, just fully surrendering all the stuff that actually is hard. And a lot of women will come to me and tell me, I really want to go for this big goal, something that they've never come close to before. It's super big. It's double, triple, quadruple what they've ever done in their business. But I don't want to put a ton of pressure on myself. I don't want to be stressed out. And I just feel like big goals tend to really stress me out. And I'll be the first to tell you, there is no shame in the baby step game. I grew my business through baby steps. My first client, I charged $7 an hour. Then the next one, I charged eight. Then I went up to 10. Then I went up to 12. Then I went up to 15. Now I charge technically my clients are paying like $2,500 a call. So, um, (laughs) 
it was baby steps. Even though it looks huge and it looks fast, most of my growth has been through baby steps. And of course, I've made some really big jumps as well. Um, However, it's important to be really clear that goals aren't stressful. And we talked about this in a previous episode recently, maybe just a few episodes back. Goals are not stressful. Goals cannot stress you out. Goals are literally just like an idea, a thought of what you want. So to give it the power that it can stress you out and take away from your life and take away from your family is not true. You put the stress behind the goal. You put the stress behind the number. You are the one who makes it stressful. And it's really important to acknowledge that the stress and the worry that you feel. And I'm talking to the women right now. There's a big difference between someone who is in need. Like I have no money in my bank account and I have to pay my bills or I'm going to be out on the streets versus the woman who is paying her bills and has the money to pay her bills, but wants more. There's a big difference when you step out of need into desire. And when you step out of need into desire, if you really want to get to overflow where you have more than you need, you have got to drop the stress and the worry. It is only going to take you so far. And in fact, it's only going to take you as far as you convince yourself that you need to go. This is why so many women get stuck at 20K months because I have found that that is where we tap out. It's like, you can convince yourself you need that. You can pay a lot of money in taxes. You can hire more team members. You can hire an expensive mentor. You can move into a more expensive house. You can buy a new car and a new purse and then feel like you need $20,000 a month. But much more than that, it's really hard to convince yourself that you actually need that. Um, And you can get stuck at any income level for the exact same reason. I just find that that's like a very, very common stuck point. And that's the reason behind it. So anyway, what's my point here? Ease. The truth about creating ease. We see so many coaches, including myself, use words like ease and flow and effortless and easy. And I think we tend to think that there's something we're going to do. There's something that's going to click and everything is going to be easy. And even though my months have just gotten easier and easier and easier. And I went from having six figure months. I mean, I went from having 5k months, 8k months that felt like posting three times a day and emailing every single day and live streaming every single day to six figure months where I was posting a few days a week and emailing a few days a week and live streaming once or twice a week and and that sort of thing and, and still pushing, but I mean, that is doable to doing literally hardly anything like I told you and still making over six figures a month. It just gets easier and easier and easier. And I'll be the first person to tell you part of that reason is because I've done it before and I've built momentum behind myself and I've built belief behind myself. But what I can also tell you from personal experience is um, I've had months that are easy and then the next month is really hard because I made it hard. Same income level. And backwards. I've crossed milestones accidentally with so much ease. And the next month when I try to repeat it, it's really hard. 
You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and, and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Boxer is guaranteed to get answered. And if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video face-to-face and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the, the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you, If you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. So what is on my side is of course momentum and what I've built and the foundation I've built and the trust I've built and the belief I've built, which is of course easier when you've done it before. But anybody who's like, you hit your first 10 K month, right? Most women, when they hit their first 10 K month and their first 20 K month, they will not do it again the next month. They will dip down because they bring in pressure. Why isn't it easier to do it the second time? It's easier to do it the first time, usually. And it's because we bring in stress and worry, right? Um, One of my past mentors who we've had on the podcast, if you haven't listened to her episode, listen to this one and then make a mental note to go listen to hers because it's so good. But Melanie Ann Lair, she has this quote that she shared with me many times. Hopefully I get it right. (laughs) It's kind of a play on words in a sense. So it's something like you're going to wonder how you'll get there until you wonder how you got there. So you hit that first big month, the first 10K month or 100K month or whatever. Everyone is the same feeling. It's like, how am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? Oh my God, I did it. How did I do it? And how am I going to do it again? That's normal. That is so normal because it's not about the how. It's not going to come through a plan. I will also be the first to admit business takes work. You got to grow an audience, nurture an audience, sell to an audience, and you've got to do the inner work for sure. But there's lots of ways to do that. Lots of people are creating the same results with different levels of, of effort and ease and different strategies. So it's not really in the how, right? 
And the ease isn't something that you're going to just click into and suddenly it's easy. It's not something that you just decide and then it's easy, right? It is, but let's go deeper. It starts with a decision. Have you had someone tell you that? Just decide. Just decide that it gets to be easy for you. That is required. You have to decide. That is the first step. That is what it felt like for me. I've done this over and over and over again. I've done it every new phase of my business as things have gotten easier overall. And last month, especially, I was like, you know what? This month is crazy. And I choose that I'm going to make my minimum, which is now 100K months, crazy to say. And I'm going to do it with ease. I choose that. I'm going to do it with effortlessness. I choose that. I decide in this moment. But then with that decision means that it is now your job to act from ease. It doesn't just happen, right? It's a manifestation because you change your actions. So here's a list of things I wrote down that we've got to ditch. Believing that doing more is going to make you more. When you decide that you're ready to step into more ease, that has got to go out the window. It will be in the back of your head, but you refuse to do it because that's how much you want more ease. Again, is your audience growing? Yes or no? Are you doing things to nurture that audience? Yes or no? Are you putting offers out? Yes or no? Master, do one thing under each of those things, master them. That's all it takes to run a business. It's not about doing more, 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 more. We got to let that go. If you refuse to let that go out of fear, you will not experience ease. You let it go first. Overcomplicating. Thinking that growing an audience has to be something that you just have to bang your head on a wall over. It's so hard and difficult. And you've got to run this fancy Facebook ad campaign and nothing wrong with Facebook ads, but like, it's, it's funny how we tend to take the most difficult approach. You've got to refuse it, right? When you decide ease, you refuse difficulty. You refuse the hard way. You refuse the overcomplicated way. You refuse questioning, right? It's like, I choose ease period. So I'm going to show up when I have time to show up and energy to show up and I'm going to trust it's going to work out. Then when the question comes up, what if it doesn't work? What if I don't think I'm doing enough? What else should I do? Did I do enough? Is this going to work? What if it doesn't? You have to go, you know what? I choose ease and I refuse to give into this questioning, right? With that stress and worry, which stems from questioning a lot of the time, when you choose ease, you refuse stress and worry. And I know that's easier said than done. And you may have some serious triggers that are causing stress and worry. And that means you may need to do more healing work than we're going to go into today. Um, But a big part of releasing stress for me was realizing how stress in others never, ever, ever helped anything. And so I just started refusing stress. And that surrender, I'm going to have this six-figure or seven-figure business, and I refuse to stress. I literally refuse to stress because I don't believe it helps. I believe it makes it worse. I believe it makes it harder. I believe it makes things slower. So I just refuse. When I get stressed, I'm going to go do something that makes me feel better. When I, when I start to stress, I'm going to talk it out with someone, and I'm going to be really, really open to not giving in to the stress, not believing the stress. Shoulds. We got to let go of the shoulds. We've got to let go of the rules. We've got to let go of basing the future off of the past. Well, last month I did this much effort. I efforted a lot and I still only hit this number. So how am I going to do less and hit more? Well, 
because doing more doesn't mean what you make. Potency. Potency is a huge factor in what you make. I didn't do hardly anything last month, but the things I did were powerful, right? And the momentum behind me was powerful. It was never about what I make this month is not about the actions I take this month. It's about the momentum behind me. It's about the energy behind me. It's about the potency of what I do decide to do. Um, And then this whole thing about like needing to be on track. Oh no, we're one week into the month. We're two weeks into the month. It's the last week of the month. And we have an episode on how to make the last few days of the month the biggest, right? Because being on track is not a real thing in business. You will not be on track. You should be growing. So the last week of the month will be the biggest usually because you've had so much growth that month. The last month or two of the year will usually be the biggest because you've had so much growth. What you make in quarter one, it doesn't make sense that 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 would allow you to estimate what you'll make in the year because I think you're going to grow in nine to 12 months time. So we've got to release being on track. All of these things are things that we have to decide. Don't work, don't serve us, don't help. Make it worse, make it harder, make it slower so that we can actually experience ease. Okay? And on along the way of releasing these things, you will start to naturally create beliefs that really serve you because you will experience that it works. You will experience at least taste of ease. You will experience at least a bit more ease. And then you'll start to have a belief that it is working, right? And that's also your job to start noticing proof it is working instead of naturally focusing on reasons it's not working, right? And naturally we're, we're often taught to like journal and create new beliefs and that I do that too. I I decide new beliefs and then I practice them. Meaning I live by them even before I really, really believe them because what really creates them isn't writing them and reading them. It's writing them and reading them and then acting accordingly. And then you'll start to see them work even a tiny bit, even a tiny bit. And then you just naturally start believing them because you see proof, Right. And with this, I do want to caveat um, that sometimes when you do decide a new belief for yourself or a new level for yourself, you'll take a, it will feel like you take a couple of steps backward, especially if you're really deciding to like catapult forward, because the only way to step into a slingshot or a catapult is to step backwards into it. So keep that in mind, because another thing that uh, gets people stuck on creating true ease is the minute they don't see proof it's working, they panic, freak out, don't follow through and lose belief. So I just want to give you that little warning to help you on your journey of creating more ease. So if I were you, I would look at this list I just shared with you and decide what are a couple of them that really get in your way of experiencing ease. Start practicing letting them go. Choose to let them go. Choose ease. Let's see what happens and give yourself a timeline. Give yourself the rest of the month. It's worth a shot if you can experience a level of ease and effortlessness that gives you so much energy and time and presence back. Don't you think? Cool. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Bye guys. 
Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.